welcome to the Osue Ibar podcast. Yes, 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 and yes! Welcome back to the Josue Ibar podcast. Super excited that you guys are always tuning in with us. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, we post every Monday and Wednesdays. Mondays you hear from me, and Wednesdays you hear from my amazing team. So today is Wednesday. So it is my honor to introduce to you Chandra Sane. She's a boss, and I know you're really going to enjoy her message. So check her out. Chandra, go ahead. Give them heaven. All right. Sway, thank you so much for having me again. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, have some things the Lord's been showing me personally, and I believe honestly in the body of Christ as a whole that he's just been saying as teachings I've seen and everything, but bringing us back to a point, just reminding us, um, about the one thing. So I'm so excited to share and I'm just going to open in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for, uh, the opportunity to be alive in such an exciting time of what you're doing in your church and what you're doing, um, in your body and and just how you're moving and the things that you are uh, unveiling. So we just honor you with this time, honor you with um, the ability to just minister over all these different avenues of podcast and um, things like that. And, And I just pray that as ears are listening, that hearts would be open to just receive the truth that you're speaking, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, the Lord has been showing me a few things really, and some of it is in my own personal life, but others, I think just in general, the things that I've been hearing obviously from, um, almost every single time I got to do this shameless plug, Freedom Church, but at Freedom Church, you know, um, what Pastor Joe and Tessa are walking through just in a life, uh, of surrender and even just seasons of, of the Lord calling us higher, you know, um, I was going to teach on this the last podcast and I be, and I'm going to speak about it a little bit here and just kind of break it down. But I believe, you know, the Lord, he's been showing me some things and I compare it to this as as he shows us things and where there's correction and where there's all of that, it's I believe it's because he can trust us to receive that correction. So many times when when we get corrected by the Lord or by leaders in our lives or by peers even, so many times it feels like, oh, I'm doing something wrong, but I believe actually, no, you're doing some things right. So because of that, I trust enough to speak into you, to call you higher because I see you've been responsive. I see that you are uh, wanting to be faithful, that you have a desire to grow so I can trust you with this correction. It's such a positive thing and it hurts. And, and I think I even told somebody the other day, um, you know, in the type of leadership I am as a young leader still, and, and as a leader over others, um, I am almost in this constant state of where I'm either being corrected myself or being called higher myself or getting to or having to correct or bring correction in love and getting to call others higher. And in that, I even said, I even said recently, I was like, ah, man, it's hard, but I, I think I prefer being corrected over correcting others because it's hard. Confrontation is hard and, and things like that. But, um, but I've learned and I've seen over time that it's a, 
it's a positive. It's because I'm loved. It's because people see um, that I'm responsive to correction, that they trust enough and love me enough to continue to call me higher. And you, you might hear correction, calling you higher. Um, I'm using those interchangeably because I believe that is what correction is. Is it saying no course, correct. I'm calling, I'm calling the greatness out of you. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to come up higher. I'm asking you to, whether you've fallen into sin, whether you've fallen short of what I know you're capable of, I'm, I'm calling you to a higher place, right? We're seated with Christ. And sometimes we don't always operate from that place, but, um, I, I use this analogy, uh, where, you know, I was in sports and I did, I did that all of my life. And one of my favorite sports and the one I actually had a scholarship for was pole vault. And, and I use this as an example so much. And even I have one friend and she's like, you're always using sports analogies and I didn't do sports. So I don't get it. And I, I told her, the, I told her the other day, I said, all right, I'm using a sports analogy. You're going to get it and you're going to stay connected. And I'm sorry, but this is just, this is how I can, this is, this is how I can correlate. And in my own heart, my own head, this is so much of my life experience. So I did pole vault. And in that, as an athlete in general, you're always uh, developing, you're always growing, you're always stretching yourself. You always want to, right, make gains. You wanna break a new personal record. You, you, you are more than anything, there's obviously you are uh, competing against other people, but really it's a competition against yourself because you're, you want to be better than you were the day before. So in that, you know, especially pole vault as such um, an individual sport in a sense where it is you um, just performing to to reach this new standard, this new personal record. Uh, when others are pole vaulting, when others are around you, when they hit a higher level, it and, and I feel like this in the body of Christ, when somebody hits a higher level, they just break a new personal record. They're going higher. They're doing better. It doesn't cause you to just quit, throw your hands up and say, ah, no, they did it. No, honestly, the best I've ever competed was in track meets where there were people so much better than me because there's something that that does when you see people at higher levels than you, when you see people doing and reaching levels you want to reach, it encourages you and it stirs you up to say, I can obtain that too. I'm going after that. That's what happened with the five minute mile. That's what happened with the four minute mile. That's what happened when people started breaking records. They're going, it's possible so I can do it too. And so in that that's that's one aspect of this that that we as believers in life in general in leadership in our place of work we should be encouraged celebrate with those pole vault was such a weird event in track you every single time somebody cleared every person even their competitors cheered for them it's so exciting to see somebody break their own personal record and do better than they've done before and it's spurring everybody on it's encouraging everybody to go to new levels and do do better and go higher and and perform um, at a at a higher level and a higher standard and so i use this as an example one and to just say let's rejoice with those who's who rejoice you know and we weep with those who weep we can come alongside and and encourage each other when we're down but but to rejoice with each other when we uh, are up and then the other thing of this is um 
let us encourage each other on and not throw our hands up and quit, but see that, that there are, uh, higher levels to obtain. The other thing I want to say about this, and, and this is really what I was pointing out with my, with my friend the other day. And I just told her, you know, in pole vault specifically, there's like one or two rules. You have to jump off of one foot. I think that's a rule. I don't even know. That's just the right technique, but say that is you have to jump off of one foot. You have to use a pole that is, um, you know, accurate to your weight class or whatever. And you have to clear the bar without knocking it off. You can scrape the bar, you can hit it and, you know, but you can't knock off the bar. So that is, that's it. Those are the rules. You know, and I told her uh, there was correction brought. I said, you didn't break any of the rules. It's not that you're breaking all the rules. I think sometimes we see correction. We're like, I've been doing everything wrong. No, you haven't been doing everything wrong. But because you're actually doing so well, we're raising the standard. You actually cleared the last bar. So instead of keeping you there and just and just getting excited every time that you do something good um at that level we're just going to call you higher and now it almost feels sometimes like a punishment because well now I can't hit this height or it's stretching me or it's making me work harder and now it looks like I'm failing because I didn't hit this new standard but it's 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 not a punishment it is a reward for doing well right and so with pole vault with these things in life, when we succeed in one area, it's kind of like, good job, now let's go higher. Good job, now let's go higher. You know, I met with somebody one time, they were like, every time it's like, I just finally figured that one thing out. Now we're, you know, I'm dealing with this. And I was like, no, this is, this is the rest of your life. There's going to be new standards and new levels to reach. And, and, and it's a reward for being faithful with the last. It's a reward of, of being successful in the other areas. And, and, and that's the, we will always, always, always for the rest of our lives. I have a boss who is 70 years old and he is still growing. He's still developing. He's still learning new things. He's still humble when he needs to be and says, Hey, I missed it here. Or I missed it there. And that's why he's still successful after so many years of doing what he's done. He is still learning and growing. And I, and, and, and going to new levels. And so I could be intimidated and say, I'll never get there. Or I can say, wow, that's obtainable. That level is obtainable. And, and so I just want to encourage you with that, you know, that there, it, I, I believe correction, when correction comes, it is not because you're doing everything so wrong and you're the worst. It's actually, you're being entrusted with a new standard at a higher level. Um, and, and it's because you're loved. It's because I'm loved that that comes into my life that I get, you know, I get the opportunity to grow some more and re- continue to respond in humility. Um, you know, I'm going to end this with, with actually where that, uh, what that standard was for me, just to encourage everybody, you know, a life surrendered has just been, I think the Lord is doing that. He's asking his body to just continue to stay in this place of surrender. He has so many great things he wants to do through every single one of us in our day-to-day workplace, in our lives, in our families, in our ministries, in the different things that we're involved in. He has so many big things that he has on his heart. 
And he's just saying, please stay surrendered. Please stay in this place to allow my power to flow through you. And our weakness, he's made strong. Um, and, and this is where, this is where the Lord has, has brought some correction in my life in such a beautiful way. Because it's like all the pressure's off again, right? Reminding us the one thing is the one thing. Um, you know, and, and I use this analogy with somebody. So Sway's sitting right across from me. So I'll just show him and he's going to see the picture as I walk, walk it out. But I have some AirPods here. And it's like, if the Lord had asked me to hold these AirPods, that's all he said. Would you hold these AirPods? I've made them AirPods. They're going to work whenever they get opened and put in your ear. Um, I, 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 I got, I've got the AirPods. I created them. I know how they work. You don't need to even figure any of that out. I just need you to hold the AirPods. Would you just hold the AirPods for me? All right, I'll hold it. And it's just kind of holding it in your hand. And then the more nervous I get of like, are these, are these really going to work? Are they really AirPods? And I just start to hold them really tightly. And it's like every muscle is just being, um, stretched or strained or, or just, um, flexed almost of I'm holding this as tightly as I can, because maybe I'm nervous. I'm going to drop the AirPods or I'm nervous. I'm going to, I'm going to let God down somehow by maybe not doing exactly what he needs me to do with these AirPods. And, and so I'm holding it tighter and tighter. My muscles are starting to get fatigued and I'm, and I'm a little on edge because this isn't really fun anymore. I, I, I don't understand why this is so hard. This is hurt, almost hurting me. It's almost painful for my muscles. And, and the Lord just reminded me, he said, Chandra, I didn't ask you to squeeze the AirPods. I didn't ask you to hold them so tightly that your muscles are being fatigued. I didn't ask you to try to force them to be AirPods or, or try to figure it all out. I just asked you to hold it. Would you just trust me with everything else? And I, I, I'm not asking you to make it happen. And, and, and that was almost, and if that picture makes sense to you, beautiful. And if not, that's okay. Just move on. But in that, I can explain what that spoke to me was simply loosen your grip on the things I've handed to you. Don't worry about holding it together, keeping it intact. I've got all of that. I'm just asking you to steward these things. I'm just asking you to participate. This is supposed to be enjoyable to you. This is supposed to be this is supposed to be a blessing to your life, not a stress, not a another thing fatiguing you. And and it, whether that's ministry, whether that's um, the things we actually do day to day, and the Lord, He just told me slow down and loosen your grip a little bit. What is an extra? What's an extra 15 seconds to take time getting into your car, not slamming your coat into the door? What's an extra breathe a little bit, relax, just relax. You know, so many times, and it is, there's a balance of this. It's supposed to be fun, but it's not a game. And it is so serious what we're doing. It's life and death. But where's the middle there where the Lord's saying, you know, the balance of ministry. So many people say, don't get this savior complex. You can't save anybody. It's not my job to go in and almost, um, what's the word and try to convince them to do the right thing. My job is to present truth and allow the Holy Spirit to do the work. So I think in the same way with our day-to-day lives, it's not your job to force things, try to make things happen and hold on to things. Um, that is where we start to get stressed out carrying the cares. And, and I believe the Lord just said, loosen your grip, loosen up a bit, keep the main thing, the main thing. Um, you know, and as a worshiper, as a worship leader, there is one reason I show up every single um, time that I do to 
to a congregational worship set, and that's to glorify God, show others who God is, and lead them to that same place where they're also glorifying him. Number one, it's all about Jesus. And so um, I believe he's doing that across the board. The Lord is doing that across the board with everybody. He's taking us to a higher level. He is calling us to new new levels, a higher standard. And um, I believe that's because we're ready to. I believe that's because He's he knows we have it in us. We have the ability. He'll never ask us to do something that he won't empower us to do or give us the ability to do. So um, with those two things, uh, you know, the actual calling us higher and even what the Lord is doing in my own personal life. Um, I just want to encourage you, man, allow the Lord to, to speak into those areas of your life. It is because he loves us. He corrects us is because he trusts us that he can, um, give us more or trust us with a new higher level, a new standard. Um, and so even, even in my own personal life, that's where I'm at. I'm like, Lord, every day I wake up, God, help me with today. I'm not going to try to make it happen. I'm not going to try to hold it all together, but I'm going to allow your spirit to be uh, working in and through me every moment of this day that, God, I want to be so in tune with you, so surrendered to you. Um, correction becomes easier when we're in that state where we know it's not us and it's not even about us. I uh, had a friend just give me the book, Self-Centeredness, A Source of All Grief. <laughs> and I was laughing a little bit. And she was like, well, it's not because you just have a big, it's not even, I just read it the other day and it blessed me. So you should read this book. And I was like, ooh, thanks, I guess. But really, it's it's true. As we can get our eyes more and more off of ourselves, life becomes so much more enjoyable. And loosen our grips on the things that the Lord's been, made us a steward of. It's not up to us to make it all happen and hold it all together. So, I hope that encouraged you. I'm just going to pray and uh, end this. Thank you again, Sway, for having me. But Lord, I just thank you so much. I thank you so much for calling us higher. Thank you for what you're doing um, in my life and in those even that I'm able to minister to over this podcast, wherever they are, wherever they're listening. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would continue to bring light to the areas uh, that you're calling us higher. And Lord, help us respond in humility. Help us... um, Help us not try to figure it all out and make it happen, but stay yielded, surrendered vessels. God, thank you that you um, you trust us enough as your children, as your body, as your church. You trust us enough to bring correction and love. You trust us and love us enough to continue to call us higher and not leave us at the last place where we maybe overcame something, but you're saying overcome more. We're going to continue to go higher. He calls us from glory to glory. So Father, I just thank you. Um, no matter where anybody is at right now in their life, whether they're on uh, just for for word's sake to make sense on level one, on level 10, on level 38 or 100, God, I thank you that you're just calling us higher. You're calling us higher, God, and your grace is sufficient. It abounds much more where we make mistakes, where we miss it. Your grace is much more. And so I thank you for your grace. And I, and I speak that your Holy, your Holy Spirit is just making sense of every word I've said and bringing, um, bringing understanding to that revelation and, and true understanding in each heart that is listening to this. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that message. Again, if you want to get the most out of this podcast, you have to date us. What does that mean? Uh, DM us any questions or any thoughts that you have, and we'd be more than happy to connect with you. But DM us at Hosui Bar Podcast on Instagram, and we'd love to connect. All right. A is for apply. Again, you're not going to go anywhere. Uh, doesn't matter what you listen to, what book you read, what your mentor said, or what you journaled, if you don't put action behind it. So apply, apply, apply. Tease for teach. Another way of learning is teach it. And the way you can teach that is either by sharing this podcast, writing a review on it, or telling a friend about it. Lastly, partner with us and help us get exposure. Best way you can do that again is by rating and leaving a review or sharing on social media. We appreciate you. Love you. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.